0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 90 of the Revival Cell podcast. Here
1: we go. <music> Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Have you got a health issue that just won't go away no matter what you try? Then welcome to the Revive Yourself Podcast, where we reveal the secrets to long-lasting health by getting to the root cause of problems that no one else is talking about. So you can have more energy, clear skin, healthier hair, a leaner physique, more confidence, and most importantly, do the things you love and live the life you deserve, Here's
0: your host, Ryan Martin. So, guys and girls, welcome back to the show. Hope you're all well. Hope you're all uh, healthy. And um, got some exciting news: the Revive Yourself, the Revive Yourself shop is now open. I'll be going live with a post this week about it too. Um, it's going to be on my, uh, it's on my site actually, uh, and I've got um, at the moment uh, products from. Evolution Organics, the Finchley Clinic Got Aries Tech on there And I'll be getting more stuff on there From uh, Ancient Purity And I'll be getting Clear Spring Saunas on there Oh I've also got Aqua um, Whole House Filtration Systems Now what happens is It is an affiliate site So these are just things that I use myself and I promote I'm not going to sell any garbage these are all top top quality products so when you go in there you can click and you can read about the product and you can get my review from it as well and if you press the buyer page it will just take you through to the affiliate link and you can just buy it from there. Um, as I said I'm going for the basics I'm not going to give you thousands of different options I'm going to give you the basics um, for your health. would be things like greens powders on there, different proteins if you want them, liver cleansers, um, probiotics, things that are going to help your gut Uh, chill out heavy metals uh, boost the immune system different teas um also um going to have things like evolving minerals and just essential things i think it'd be great for you um that uh, at the moment with the evolution organic Finchy clinic then i have um got yeah aries tech which is a company i've been I'm, i'm using which allow us to stag um allow us to to distort the electromagnetic frequencies coming on radiation coming off your laptop, your mobile phone, and also in your car, which is going to be great. You've got links to that on Ares Tech. Aquitair is the water whole house filtration system. It's the best one I've seen on the market. It gets rid of 99.9% of all toxins. It's phenomenal. They're on the site. Um, and also be having coming up soon will be the Faraday's electromagnetic frequency blocking pants for, for men because fertility is down, lots is from, from food and water, but also from the amount of radiation going on in the testicles and it's, and it's causing a lot of testicular cancer as well. So they'll be going up, um, as will the clear spring, infrared saunas. I'll be sending infrared saunas as well, top, top end products. Um, the sanctuary range as well, it has f- near and far infrared and it has a full whole light um Full light therapy as well. You know, if you don't know, different lights, different colours allow the body to, to stimulate the body in different ways. Some are great for um, sleep. Some are great for energy, zest for life. Some are great for libido. Some is great for, for mindfulness and for um, clarity and imagination. Um, some, some, some is great for um, some is great for just, just being tranquil, etc. So that's all coming, and I'll be putting more in the shop. Um, I think it's at shop.reviveyourself.co but it will be on my website we'll be going live with it so that's the news for this week um, As well If you are dealing With a chronic health issue And um, you'd like some help You can send me an email at To ryan at reviveyourself.co uh, And we can put you in For a, a call We can see if and how We can help you Any sort of chronic issue you have been dealing with them For a long period of time And if you're waiting uh, till after January Or you're waiting Until January After Christmas Because I know some people will We are taking bookings now And say I can only With a certain amount of people So it is first come First serve for January For January Um, Other than that, today's guest is someone who's returning again, um, who I love talking to, is a phenomenal coach, is a phenomenal person, and that's Warren Williams. I actually had a couple of other guests scheduled this week, but they had to pull out due to the fires in California, Um, and any any listeners in America that are going through that um, my heart goes out to you I wish you the best I hope you and your families are safe and sound and just remember these are material items um, as long as you've got your family and friends I know it's easy for me to say but family is important as long as you've got your family and friends around you uh, that's what matters most you know this is awful losing your house uh, I mean I can't even imagine it but you know uh, hopefully you're all safe and sound that's all I can say but that's why we had to pull out and I had to get Warren in uh, late notice and you know what It's one of the greatest conversations we've had. It's phenomenal. We're going to lots of different topics around... I've been having great conversations with uh, lots of friends and lots of different health coaches uh, about my podcast and so deep conversations are brilliant and one of my friends in particular, Tony Powell, we always talk, he's, he's well read um, and we always bounce off each other and he's someone who's quite sceptical about things and it's brilliant to me both open each other's minds up and it's great to have opposition as well to your thoughts sometimes because it allows you to dig deeper and to really understand what's going on and some of the topics that he's brought up recently you'll you'll, you'll see that I go into in the show which is um around uh, spirit uh, and around the soul and around if we've got them do animals have them as well is it just our is it just our um potentiousness not a potentiousness. is it just our um over over inflated opinion of, of ourselves as as humans rather than any other animals on the planet that allows us to think we've got a spirit um, and they haven't or have they got spirit as well which is interesting so we talk about spirit and soul we're going to plant medicine and shamanic journeys we're going to inorganic versus um, organic matter and about uh, all about um that about tony was someone to bring up as well that everything's organic because it comes from the planet um but we're going to how that that statement's uh yeah, it's playing words and how and how that actually plays out in the real in the real world. And we go into referred pain, uh, and we talk a lot. Actually, we go into a lot of different things. So uh, it's an awesome episode. Warren's a fantastic guest. So without further ado, here he is. Enjoy, it and I'll see you on the other side. Computers have been really slow. I had a couple of uh, well, I had a couple of guests that just had to um, had change of plans. Had like uh, family things. So cheers for filling in, my man, and uh, coming back on. It's always good to get you on. You're one of the people I think. You and Jason, especially people, I can just be like have a conversation about anything with at any time and just get some good stuff out to people. So, cheers for doing that, my man. Mm-hmm. Who's Jason? Jason Christoph. You know Jason? Do you know Jason Christoph? No. No, he's a uh, he's another Czech um, Czechie as well. He's in Canada. You two, um, you two would get on really well. He's um, I, I, I can link you up on my uh, on Facebook with him. Actually, he's a proper truther. He goes in deep he doesn't pull back he <laughs> properly goes in uh had no one a couple of times and he's a nice guy yeah he's, in, he's actually in ontario um oh, okay. yeah so he's actually in canada he's not um that's probably why he's not actually in, in in uk i actually come across him from someone i think linkedin was like youtube would get on really well and so i spoke to him and he's going in massive um have you uh yeah, what's, when, what's, what's what's new? What's been going on? I you know, see so you've been teaching quite a lot recently.
1: Yeah, yeah, I did um, HLC1, Swiss Advanced Swiss Ball for rehabilitation, and then HLC2 starts next week. Yeah. Is that, yes. is that in
0: London? No, they're all in Lancashire. All right. So you've been yeah. going, so we're getting lots of new... I actually saw the, the email come through um, from the Czech Institute um, yesterday, I think, or the day before, saying they've had... They've sold out the biggest, um, biggest sales they've had
1: ever. Yeah, every year is the biggest sales they've had ever.
0: <laughs> to be oh, yeah. honest. Oh, right. is it okay? Yeah. I thought it might have been something to do with Paul being on, like, um, on it podcast. Podcasts, yeah. Um, yeah, Mind Pump and, and mm, Aubrey and, Marcus. Yeah, Aubrey Marcus, yeah. yeah definitely. It, yeah, yeah, I want to get him on. I, I I can't. I don't understand why he hasn't yet, but he needs to be invited onto Rogan's podcast.
1: Yeah, there's a story to that. um, Because I I said that to him as well. and He basically should... um, He was actually asked by Joe Rogan about three years ago to go on his podcast. But while they were setting up the dates, uh, Rogan sent him some supplements and said, what do you think about these? Just try them out. And Paul said, no, they're shite. I'm not interested. They're not organic. And then after that, Rogan pulled him him from the interview. Really? And that's it. He's never heard of him ever since.
0: That's... well, I'm so surprised because I thought Rogan seems to be someone who, when he interviews people, he goes for the jugular. Like he really wants to find out the truth.
1: Yeah. Were they, so that's strange? Yeah. Uh, yeah, were they so supplements
0: that he was making himself? No, I mean
1: I can only. it has to be the on it supplements. Oh really? Because yeah, because Rogan's um, one of the investors in Aubrey Marcus's business. Ah. Yeah, he's this. He, Aubrey Marcus has got three investors. Rogan's one of them. And um he said that I don't know how much Rogan invested, but two of the guys invested one of them invested fifty thousand, the other one invested a hundred thousand. Rogan I don't know what he invested, but he couldn't have been much more than that because um, then Aubrey in a recent interview I heard from him said that the company basically made has made twenty eight million. So those guys are getting massive Because I have a guy, he goes, they've they've made more than 10 times what they invested. Um, And the the reason why they sold out the supplements that he was making is because he went on Joe Rogan. And he said that being on Joe Rogan, within 24 hours, he had sold $100,000 worth of supplements in 24 hours. And then the next 48 hours, he had sold $200,000 worth just by being on the show one time. And then after that, he said to Joe, "Do you want to, you know, be an investor?" And then Joe had got on really well, I and mean, then he invested as well. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know, I
0: didn't know he'd been on the show. I had to look at that. I to look that one up and see because on, it, I mean, on it, sort of. um...
1: Yeah, they're good extreme. friends. Joe and on it, Joe and Marcus are really good friends now.
0: They've been right. really good friends for years now. Oh, I didn't know. It's weird. I should have. It's weird, I haven't stumbled across that, but it's. It's quite a strange one. With, I mean, he has got. Are we recording, on. by
1: the way? Because I know you love to suddenly just record.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are recording. Yeah, yeah, we are recording. Yeah, I just thought I'd just get on with it. Get on with <laughs> it's the best way to do it because then you just start talking. Um, but no, because I was, I've seen. I think he, well, Rogan's got three point nine million view, uh, viewers or subscribers, even on YouTube, let alone what he does his podcast. So, I was thinking with um with, with um with on it it's quite a strange business. I don't really understand what it does. They have like a, a gym sort of with a PT studio there and they I mean if 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 I mean but on it I've got Paul Check on and Marcus always got Paul Check on. So if he's saying that like the supplements are no good, the supplements they're saying, surely I mean was that how long ago was that? Have they
1: have they changed their supplement formulas? Well I mean in in if I say exactly what Paul said to us is when they sent him the supplements, it was that his core values are that he only eats organic things. Yeah. So he didn't want to try it because it wasn't organic. So I think the supplements are good quality. They not they weren't organic at the time. But I'm assuming if it's coming from Orbe Markers, he must have organic quality supplements. I've just I've never taken them, yeah. but he must. I'm assuming. I don't have never looked at them. But so at the time, Paul was like, if it's not organic, I don't take it. And so then you know Joe, Joe pulled him from the interview, um, and I, I, I just find it weird. But um, so it is weird, yeah. because yeah, I mean, like you said, it would really be good for Joe to get someone with that level like, of knowledge on his show as well. Because he loves, like you said, he loves to get in depth to understand why why people do what they do and have their values and stuff. I think it'd be amazing. But you know, I said to Paul, man, you should be you should be on a TED Talk as well. Like, wow, you're a TED Talk, and um. His wife, Penny, said, um, he said, Warren, she said, Warren, how long is a TED Talk? 20 minutes. And she goes, does the last time I in 20 minutes? <laughs> it's true.
0: That is true. He would be yeah, like, I mean, even when you ask tough. him anything, he goes off, you're like, he wouldn't be 20. He, I've yeah. seen, because he, I mean, he's actually got his own podcast coming up.
1: Yeah, I'm living for d with Paul Check starts in January.
0: Yeah, interesting. I mean, yeah. uh. Uh, I mean, because I'm trying, trying to actually get him on again for after Christmas. I know he's busy. He's I mean, so busy right now, yeah. yeah. I can imagine. Well, this, that's what happens. He's gone out on the right. He's actually been... It's good that these... It's, it's quite funny because the, the the avenues that he's gone through that have got bigger for his podcast, mm. these are all guys that back in the day definitely would have looked at his stuff and gone, what is this nut job doing? Or mm. looked at everything he's doing and gone... Because they, because they, all lot of them are all like competitors or just very superficial based people. Even they even like self confess that. And now they're going to stuff and they're like, oh, this is, this guy's been saying this for 35 years. Yeah. And, and they've got him on and, and that's blown up. So I think it's quite, it's quite funny, but I think it's r- r- like, at the right time for it. Yeah. So, as
1: like you said, um, with the podcasts, Paul had said that, um, a lot of the people that come into the HLC internships have come through podcasts, especially he points to one particular one, which is the um, one that he did with the first one, I think, with Orbi Marcus, mm-hmm. um, what is soul, spirit, and self. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one, he said, really brought a lot of people into the HLC program. But, you know, the because of the work that, um, um, Gavin Jennings is doing, you know, the new CEO of um, Check Institute, who's mm-hmm. obviously been a member of the Check family um, for, like, 10 years or so. So it's good to have someone like that that lives it anyway. But since he took over, um, you know, his thing is all about business anyway. So every year he always makes it bigger. So that's what I mean, like, every year it's always bigger than the last year because he's so good at business. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's like – I mean, all
0: these – I think that, people, well, uh, more and more people need this stuff anyway, right? I think it's what people are ripe for the message. They, they need the message. Yeah. They want the message. A lot of people are understanding this is the way it's got to be. And it's just putting it in, out there in avenue. I mean, I get people, um, coming to me, um, from listening to, or actually, I've had people sign up with Paul from listening to our podcasts. Uh, I also had people come to my podcast who, have uh, to, to search Paul Check or just or found Paul Check on one of those shows. Oh, Searched okay. more of his stuff and found me and him, and so they come. So he comes, and so I me mean, works. Because mm. once you start listening to him and people like yourself and Jason Speak, it's people just want to hear more of it because it's there's so many different topics to to breach. You know like Yeah. Um, and when we were talking before about um, well, it's like we're talking about. I mean, lot lot of people were talking about traumatic journeys and stuff. And when we were talking. To, about view, like I'm very keen to, to, to delve into that view. you. That's a, a whole other other avenue that's really sort of been released in the last... I mean, it's been around for a while, but it's sort of come to the mainstream a little bit more with people taking like psychedelics and actually going into that sort of healing journey as well. But I think that is more of like... Um, I think it seems to me that a lot of people are jumping into that sort of stuff without getting the basics sorted out first. Would you agree
1: yeah, that's a um, that's a, this is an interesting thing that I'm going to share about that. Um, so, um, so uh, Paul talks about this thing called um, a lesser conjunction and a greater uh, conjunction, which is related to what happens when somebody takes a plant medicine. So, something that um, Troy Casey, you've got to definitely get Troy Casey in one of your podcasts I've, day. I've had him on, I've had him on. Oh you had him on. Okay, okay. fantastic. Okay, okay. And Yeah, and he you know he always talks about how the plants are uh, great teachers, which I, I love that saying the plants are great teachers. And you know, one of the things that um you know uh people Paul was talking about with the lesser conjunction, the greater conjunction, is that there are so many people that they do a, a medicine journey, they receive a ton a download of information but they can only access and understand or comprehend the information whilst in the plant medicine. But once they come out of the plant medicine, they no longer have that level of connectivity or conscious awareness of that state of being unless they're actually in that state of being. So basically, in other words, as soon as they finish the plant medicine journey, who they were prior to that becomes who they are again. Awesome. So what happens is in order for them to get the taste again, they have to go back and do another plant medicine journey, but they can't retain the knowledge and wisdom gained from the experience outside of the experience itself. So Paul calls that a lesser conjunction. All right. But he says a greater conjunction is those people that have the experience of life and have prepared themselves enough prior to experiencing the plant medicine that when they experience it, all of what they gain in the experience, they take and retain outside of the experience. And that's the difference. So you've got a lot of people that are jumping onto these plant medicines because they're addicted to the insight that they gain only in the duration of doing it. Like people that are addicted to LSD, they as soon as they come out of it, they're themselves again. But they're in the LSD and they become something else. That's where we're getting a lot of these addictions that are now moving into the plant medicine world. Because as you know, it's just another buzz now. Another trend, even though it does create great awareness. A lot of people are addicted to it for the wrong reason. Because they don't have the knowledge to synthesize the wisdom that they've gained through the plants. Yeah, so they're using it as like an escape uh, rather, than,
0: yeah. rather than something to deepen their understanding of what their, their journey is or what it means. So doing the work beforehand so you can get to that mm. meaning. um meaning.
1: So and yeah. then integrating, integrating yeah. after the experience as well. People aren't doing that. So you're getting just a lot of people that I just found and other things become addicted to because it's a trend and it's seen as good. Something else interesting about that I'd read about the plant medicines and how powerful they are when it comes to alleviating trauma and you know there's some there's studies now like with the documentary Psychedelica on um, Gaia TV when they're talking about how studies have shown that like one plant medicine journey is worth like a thousand hours of counselling yeah and it's like which one do you want to do when people say oh it's so expensive how many how much is are you paying for a thousand hours of counselling And a thousand hours of counselling would be years, that's years, but you can get that same resolution in one journey, one weekend or one five-day experience. Because obviously the difference with the plant medicine is you totally dissolve the sense of who you really think you are. Because obviously most people walk with a mask or a facade of who they think they are, the story they tell themselves and their whole belief system, their whole Um, mental construct is based on this idea of who they think they are and they bring the idea of who they think they are into the coaching session i'm this rich banker who's coming to you for help but like the identity of me is i'm a rich banker so i i'm fine i'm really fine i just got this one little problem but i'm still this rich banker when i finish or i'm this very beautiful woman I know I've got some issues, but I'm always going to get a man because I'm this very beautiful woman. So they carry that persona who they are into the coaching session anyway, and they leave with that same persona. They just have a tweak or a change or a realization of an aspect of their psyche, but the psyche in and of itself is still the same. But when you go on a plant medicine journey, it totally exposes the truth of who you think you were and shows you who you really are. And there's no way you can hide that because the ego has been so dissolved that you can't... It's like standing up naked. You can cover your... You know, if you're a woman, you can cover your breasts, but you it's still obvious you're naked. And that's the thing. It's obvious that you are who you are when you have the experience. So that's why it's so much more powerful to get to the issue that somebody has because it just breaks the idea of who you think you are, whether you want it to or not. And that's the powerful thing about those things.
0: What, what, um, how many have you done?
1: This is something that people have asked me. Um, so I, I've had the experience, but without plant medicines. Okay. And people ask me, one of my clients asked me to say, well, how, how the heck did you do that? right. What happened was, um, yeah, there's a lot of, preparatory work a lot of preparation Um, but when I was a lot younger, like 13 14, I was exposed to a lot of very spiritual stuff and I I had um, two spiritual masters um, that I I, um, found that were true spiritual masters. I mean, we're talking about being able to move things with their mind, levitation. I mean, they were high-level spiritual masters, and they had taught me a lot of stuff. Um, And they basically taught me how to be able to travel um, into these realms. And I had never even heard of plant medicines, Um, but I was able to have the same experiences um, that people are talking about on plant medicines without it. Doesn't mean it's not plant medicine, is not good, it's just they're fantastic, but, you know, I did a lot of work, you know, many years ago to, to kind of get that same sort of experience, but um, I still want to um, do plant medicine itself as well, just to see the difference.
0: And where would you, you say because I know we're talking about doing it myself, but you say it's a five-day experience? Depends where you go. Um,
1: so, um, you know, there's... Places all around the world, because right now I'm actually one of my friends. He reached out to me because he wants me to help um, with his son who's going through some stuff. And I said, All right, I'll reach out and find someone who does plant medicine. So right now I was actually talking to Troy Casey, and he just sent me a list of people that knew people that were in and around Europe that um, could do plant medicines and stuff. Because oh, I, was, um, I, was, I was, so
0: yeah, God, sorry, I was yeah, so, when I
1: spoke Yeah, to Troy. So, he said, There's that, some yeah. in Europe, there's some in Europe, and then there's a lot obviously in the Amazon. That's, um, that's where he went, isn't
0: it? That's where he learned, wasn't it? In the Amazon,
1: Troy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, I think he's been going back as for like 10, 10 years or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a lot of that. South America, there's a lot going on. Um, that's the popular place, but so depending on where you go. You can have like a weekend or up to five, even ten day experiences, Um and then with those, the person um, is they would depending on how the person. For it, sometimes you have to do a fast. Just, I just, just. Cut is, it in no, is it echoing your end?
0: No, it's echoing your end. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little. Uh, yeah, it was just, but it's fine. You just said, I just said it can be a five or ten day. It can be a five or ten day, and you said it it lasts. What sorry? You it just. It just okay, out. that's
1: cool. I'll repeat that. Yeah. So, um, dependent on, so it can be anywhere between three to ten days, dependent on how the the um shaman kind of has structured it. But typically, and while I'm talking, if it does cut out, or if you just put your hand up, and I know to pause for a moment. Um, so yeah. Typically, what you do is pretty much everybody that takes you through it. You have to do a a period of um, cutting out all all flesh foods, all fish, and all meat for a period of maximum of maybe seven days prior to it, just because of all the blood. And you're trying to get kind of distill the blood from animals out of your body so you can be in a higher vibration. So that they that's one of the things they all demand is that, and then typically the day before you start a ceremony you may have to do a fast of some type whether it's a water fast or a um, you know like an alkaline fast or something like that and that's kind of preparing I just heard a pause no you're alright you okay. okay so that's preparing the body uh, kind of get away from the physical desires and then you may start off with psilocybin which is like one of the magic mushrooms And that's, like, not as powerful. And then you may take something else. um, And then eventually you may move to, like, maybe two or three days in, you actually take the ayahuasca or the DMT, whichever one you're taking at that time. Um, But there's different types of mushrooms that people can take as well to prepare the body. And each one is kind of pushing to a further stage. And then you go through a purge once you take the drug you like some people will vomit and they'll they'll crap themselves snot will come out of their body but it's it's just the body's way the drugs go into the body and they find what needs to be pulled out and the stuff that's coming out is almost like a manifestation of your mental emotional stuff that's coming out in physical form so a lot of that sort of stuff comes out and you know you may need to lie down for four or five hours just to kind of deal with the the symptoms. That that really scares me. That doesn't appeal to me at all. Yeah, a lot of people are like, hell no. Um, And then they have buckets around because some people just keep vomiting. Um, But a lot of it is purging. You just purge so much trauma out of the body. And then after that, you kind of just drop into this really lucid state. And then you're in that and you have an experience. And for some people, it may last 10 hours that they're in that state. And then just, and it's just so much information to retain. That's why it's like you have to do so much work to retain. And like, imagine having a 10 hour dream. It's like you probably remember the last bit of it. It's really hard. Yeah. And as you know, with dreams, most dreams are only like 15 seconds long. But to you, it seems like it's hours. But imagine actually 10 hours of that. Um, so, you know, Paul calls it hypno, hypno dreaming, which is a deeper state than meditation. It's hypno dreaming, it's like another level. So if you can uh, only
0: remember the last bit of it, when you come out of it, how you, how you changed? That's the thing. That's why
1: some people, they get a piece of it and then they want to go back because they haven't done the work. So, um, yeah, so, you know, to do it correctly, you would have had a lot of study prior to that. And then the plant medicines can do the work with a more evolved, aware mind. Yeah, I think it needs
0: to be done that way because otherwise you're literally, and once you're sort of like wasting the journey, Mm, yeah, because you're not gonna get out of it what you. I mean, purging would be good. I like, give your boy that time to purge, but I mean that. I mean, it, I mean that. I don't know. People will quote themselves or literally be sick for like five hours. It sounds yeah horrific. Like, I don't. Yeah. Really <laughs> sick. Uh, um, that's why people take DMT and they say it's like the businessman's trip, don't they? It's like fifteen minutes and it sends them into all different, all different sorts of space. But I think it's. I think it's something that, yeah, working through things and getting to deeper, deeper root issues of things and breaking down. So for most people, dissolving their ego, only, I mean, unless you've done the work before, it only lasts in that trip. So when they come back out, their ego is reinstated, right?
1: Well, not always. Um, It's so different for different people, but not not everybody. Um, Some, a lot of people come back and there's a crisis of self because there's no more identity and um, they, they know that who they thought they were, the facade that they created, is no longer them. So they come out really disillusioned. And what happens sometimes is, again, you know, people can go into psychosis where they just have no identity. That's why you need guides to be able to help you to be able to reintegrate everything. Um, but also, dissolve in the ego, a lot of times people have stated that they are so disconnected from the physical world because now they realise the spiritual world is the real world so here without taking the journeys or having a higher level of spiritual connection we as humans think that the physical world is the real world and the spiritual world is the second or other world Mm -hmm. but when you do the journey you realise it's the other way around so imagine that and you come back to this yeah yeah so
0: you're like that's where we're going to be long term this is where we are short term
1: yeah so I suppose it's like that film Inception you don't know what reality is anymore right So a lot of people get really confused once they come back. And and what I've been told by people is disconnection from family and friends for maybe weeks at a time until they really start to realise, actually, you know, I'm actually here. I am actually in the physical world now. But it can take, you know, weeks up to a month for them to reconnect. I think it's quite Uh, important for people to realise
0: that because I always say that this is my human experience so like you don't know like I mean how lucky we are to be a human at this time at this time you could be I mean yeah. this is the other thing I was talking to one of my friends about actually and, and all, me and him always change. one of the best people I'd love to have a conversation with um, yeah. my, my friend Tony Powell he's awesome and he's um, we have such good, great conversations and we always change each other because he's on one side and he's a, and the other thing when we were talking about spirit you know about energy and mm-hmm. well, I can't remember the book he was re- reading he was saying well I, I think, oh, it might have been Brian you know Brian Brian Cox
1: I heard yeah, yes, it yeah, that,
0: yeah, yeah, and he was saying, "Well, these people are thinking about like your soul or your energy." He's saying, "Really? like Do you really think that for, for that for that to be true, then everything's got a soul?" What you said? Do you think cats have a soul and dogs have a soul, mm-hmm. um, and or is it just humans because we believe us to be a higher, higher sort of superior? superior being so i always always say like everything's energy and i believe that we do have this and i believe that spiritual realm is this is our human experience and we'll never be another ryan martin or warren williams again and this is what happens when we go off i mean i think like it's all part of our soul or at least our our life force this is our experience and and when he says that it's interesting it's like what do you think cats have a soul do you think dogs have a soul or fish or, or a caterpillar like
1: what would you say to that Okay, so there's an easy way to answer that Um, So we have two sets of people on the planet overall We have the celestial beings and terrestrial beings Um, um, Terrestrial beings are people that Their first point of reference to existence is here So if your friend is 30 years old as an example His life force first initiated 30 years ago And because this is his first experience, he can't conceptualize beyond anything that he's not experienced. Whereas celestial beings have had multiple lifetimes. So they've had this physical experience, but they've also had a spiritual point where they decided and chose their parents and they were aware of that. And they look up at the stars and they know there's something more. They are celestial beings and they've had more than one lifetime, so they know this inherently. So trying to explain the spiritual realm to someone who's never experienced it is impossible. Like trying to explain a a mountain to a blind person. The The concept is so different because they haven't got that experience at this point. So... People that don't believe that it's because it's their first experience in their terrestrial beings. He, he was, he was just, he was
0: just like because he a lot of reading. He's just, I think it's Brian Cox talked about it. But when it comes mm. to like, because I mean that for some point, you might have to go over that again for some people because that was quite. It's quite in depth. I mean, throwing words out. It's quite. Um, mm. I get what you're saying. It's if you haven't experienced, you've come down, you, and you've almost lived this life before. You've seen it before. You you, you can you can understand it. Um, it's almost like seeing is believing like you've done it so you understand when it's your first time but when he's talking about the animals and having and having spirit or having a, a soul
1: i can separate that as well yeah go for it yeah that was the next part of the sorry my man i get too, um,
0: you t- you t- too 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 much too much info <laughs>
1: <laughs> so all right so when we go to i'm gonna go to the bible for a moment just for the people that know what you know relates to that because it's a common sort of understanding so when you look at the word um respiration you hear the word re and then spirit and re obviously means repeating over and over again and spirit is life force mm-hmm. so when we go into the bible text when it says god and it doesn't even say it in, in the original text anyway but let's just go with that for a little while god breathed of his breath into man and man became a living soul um, the, when you look at the... Um, that's in English, but when you look at the actual... Because the original Bibles were written in and um, Amharic, which is a form of um, dialect of Hebrew. It's like an old classical dialect. And um, Fusa, which is like classical Arabic. Um, but when you look at the languages, it has two different words. ruh, which is soul, and Nafs, which is spirit or life force. So there's two separations. So um, the word spirit...
0: Say it, say, it, say it one more time. Reh? and nafs. Right. Two different words. One means
1: spirit, one is soul. Right. So when, when when we breathe the breath, the breath is the life force. That's why the word respiration is re-spirit because the breath is life. So you know when people talk about the power of breathing and how breathing is so mm-hmm. beneficial to us because it stimulates what we call what you would have heard of, prana. mm mm-hmm. In yogic terms, yeah. and prop means yeah, life, life force. force. Yeah. yeah, exactly, life force, and that's through breath. So, basically, everything that breathes, everything that is alive, um, actually has a, has spirit, okay. and that's life force. So, spirit animates it matter; it gives it life. Gives it. It gives it. It gives it what makes us us, right? Yeah, it makes you grow. It makes the physical body grow, so it allows life force to stimulate. It's like jump starting a car. Right. Soul is completely different. Soul is the emotional body within the life force. So the spiritual masters often talk about the, um, the egg.
0: So you have the yolk and, and the white part of the egg. Um, the white part of the egg, which I know is a proper term, for I can't remember right now. Oh, we, uh, and, uh, the, uh, the egg white, yeah, but yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, the well, I Can't remember the yeah, proper. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Go
1: on. Yeah, so yeah. that part would be classed as the spirit, and the yolk would be the soul. On, yeah. So the soul is encapsulated inside the spirit. The spirit makes us alive, but the soul is the emotion. Animals, all animals have spirit. They don't have. Um, they don't have soul. They have, and some animal lovers will don't be
0: see. Animals are um, instinctive. Animals are instinctive. Yeah, that
1: instinct. It's not emotion. Um, So animals doesn't make them lesser. It just means they have because the the soul is the emotional part of the conscious mind of who you are. So um, so all animals have spirits, and that's why they're alive. But rocks have spirits. Trees have spirits. (coughs) And then humans have soul as well as spirit. So humans are alive by that they have an emotional body. And that's the difference. So so why is that?
0: Why hasn't an animal got soul? And why have we?
1: So, <coughs> let's go into the question. So, um, all right, so... Just because, why, just for
0: people out there, just, just before you go into it, just because, I know, I know what you mean, like, animals are instinctive, you know, they don't, whereas... Back in the, when we were going around the jungle and we were hunter gatherers, and someone might do something to you uh, or your family, you protect your wife. You kill them, and it'd be fine. You know, it's, it's, it's like life. Um, it's like street justice or war, the, war, like survival of the fittest, whatever it is. Yeah. But as we go into Western civilization, we've sort of like had the realization that you know things you shouldn't shouldn't. Do you say sort of like morals, for example, mm-hmm. and, and having that? Whereas animals, people always talk about us being cruel and killing animals. It's like yeah. <laughs> A couple of Instagram things that I follow. One's called Nature Is Metal, uh, and the other one thinks O O B A, and it just shows animals at their most. Like there is no moral. Trouble, to, uh, I mean, one the other day I saw I saw a deer, a mother deer, give birth to a baby deer, yeah. and hyena come around, eat it straight away. Like there's no like there's no yeah. there's no oh leave that deer or you know you mm. just see a lizard eating a, a small snake, and then the bigger snake comes and eats that lizard, and you're like. That's that's interesting It's just that's na- animal as nature, right? And it's yeah. something that we sometimes stop ourselves from expressing our natural um, urges, I think, because of society. Yeah. Um, and so, I just want to just just wanted to say that before you go go into that question. Yeah, that's, that's a good explanation. That helps a lot to give
1: clarity to what I was going to say next, which is that we we pretty much explained this So, um, so you know, there's a thing called the um, true in mind. It's called oh. true in. Uh-huh. Truin, um, T-R-I-U-N-E, Truin um, mind, and it relates to these three different mind states of development that we as humans have. So we have the, um, the reptilian mind or reptilian brain. No, you mean like the reptilian, mammalian, and human exactly. mind. Exactly, yeah, and yeah. You're, you're the human or the neocortical, mm-hmm. um, and that's related to the neocortex. So the reptilian is more the primal instinct, the survival but you're alive, but you have a primal, innate instinct, and that's like reptiles. And you know, for those who don't know, reptiles will eat their young if they're starving. They'll eat their own children. There's no emotion there. Um, We do have humans, and that's a, another s- different subject. That we do have humans that almost have lost their soul, and that's referenced in the Bible stuff as well, where you can lose your soul, which means you, lo- you lose your humanity, which means you lose your empathy and your compassion, that and so they just. Would that be psychopaths? Yeah. People that have no moral compass that will just kill for the sake of like a Jeffrey Dahmer, that's different. They can lose their soul through behavioural habits where they attach themselves to their lower self and they become primal. But animals are already at that stage, so as you said, they're primal. And then you have mammals that have more empathy and they typically will survive. They will will, um, sacrifice themselves for their young. That's more of an empathetic, kind of like mammals, um, but they will do that pretty much for their own. They so, won't typically do that for humanity.
0: Right. So yeah, hundred percent. So is this all about brain development, or is, you say because it's or is this soul? You know, because you say so reptilian yes. brain, 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 and because they sort of is it the brain development or is it? it
1: yes. Yeah, so see now the thing with that is um there's a separation between the mind and the brain. Because the brain is only enacting what the mind can conceive. So if somebody has a soul, they already a neocortical mind state. Because, and this is what I was saying to a client another client earlier today when she was asking the difference between the brain and, and the mind. The mind thinks. The brain only reacts. The, people think the brain is thinking. It's not. The brain is, all the neurosynapses and connections, that's all chemical. That's all neurotransmitters. That's all electrical signal impulses. Um, those are reacting to our thoughts. Our thoughts are reacting to our mind and our minds is reacting to our consciousness and the consciousness is pretty much like our soul. So if an animal is, is mammalian-based or reptilian-based and they're reacting based on the process of their mind, sorry, of their brain, that's different to somebody who's been led by their mind. So there's a separation there. Right, so how is it then... This is, this is a, I completely understand what you're saying.
0: But then you get like, well, maybe I suppose why. Then you yeah. get people that like, um, like mm. animal, uh, people take care of animals, whatever you want to say, call them. Um, okay. sure Rights activists, activists. I'm sure they've got a title, but where they, um, where like they can train a lion to the point where the lion loses its instincts and will cuddle them. Yeah, yeah.
1: Is that just through... That's not an animal that's now gaining the soul. Do <laughs> no. you
0: see what I mean? So they're... Yeah. they're so it's, it's not because it's you top, think I'm about that. You about, but, you know I mean? You won't get
1: that a snake, I'm sure. But, yeah. So with that, because what you're doing is you're, you're training out their desire. Like they say, you break... You break the best way... Like I saw something recently, which kind of ties into what you're saying, where you know in animal... In a circus, they have a an um, elephant that is held by a little twig in the ground and it can't break it. So it's like your perception. They, exactly. They, they whip, a, whip an elephant from young, so it becomes um, sedentary in its behaviours to the point where it's now been trained to fear the inability to be able to break a, a little stick out of the ground when they're tied to it by a rope so that's a learned behavior that's a program that they've been embedded in from young that's completely different from did they gain a soul or lose a soul um so you can detrain someone but like they say um you can have an animal that is now so desensitized to their own nature because it's reacting to fear you beat it out of them but don't feed them for a month and see the true instincts come back out and they will eat even if they've been trained not to for a long period of time don't feed them and see what happens and we see it all the time with animal lovers that have dogs that they've trained and have cuddled them and stuff and then you hear stories where they ate they bit their child and they got rid of them and stuff it doesn't happen all the time but it happens enough for you to realise that um, their animalistic nature is still within them and that's so different from humans that are truly acting as humans that would never do something like that so with so with that um, so we still have this um, Difference with the human Who has soul and has the empathy and compassion And the ability to have a We relationship with the world Where we care about the world But you don't see animals um, you know, Planting seeds in the ground Or caring about whether or not The forest gets burned down or anything like that They don't have that universal compassion They, have a, they may have compassion for their, their own children But that's a mammalian Instinct of empathy That's different to being driven by a conscious mind that has global empathy, that has the ability to communicate, and has true passion and desire. Because no animal, except a dolphin, and that's different because dolphins are very closely related to man, has sex for pleasure. Only dolphins have sex for pleasure. Every other animal just has it as an instinct of survival. So we derive pleasure. From food, you don't see an animal going, oh my gosh, this food is amazing. They don't overeat because they don't have this sense of gratification. That sense of gratification is part of what we call the pleasure cycle. And the pleasure cycle is um, anticipation, where we anticipate something that we love, then we have a desire for it, then we have a sensation from it, and then we have a satisfaction from it. Animals don't have that because they don't have that level of passion. They just eat for the sake of survival. You know, an animal doesn't sit in your that bull tastes so much nicer than that dove, you know, it it just eats whatever's in front of it. So because we have these desires, part of that is the soul, because the soul is the emotional part of us that needs to feel a sense of desire. If an animal isn't able to communicate with another animal for a month or two, it's not going to go insane. We need conversation to inspire us. So we're driven by these passion precepts um, that are based on emotion. And that emotion is triggered from
0: our soul. Yeah, I think we
1: touched on that before
0: um, about how we need human interaction. Um,
1: yeah. What was, I
0: can't remember We was saying like, there's... If we don't have... That's brilliant for the, answering that question because my, Tony, that it would be a great answer for Tony. Having, I'm sure he would say that on board because it, really, it that's because he was coming from and we saying, what well, I think we just our ego who thinks we're above like, animals and stuff. It wasn't his. I think it's Brian Cox that he was paraphrasing. Mm-hmm. And he talks about that. Um he also talks about how, it was interesting about how, yeah, you don't think there's anything else out there. Well, some people do, some people don't, but like, Mm. if there was artificial intelligence, or not artificial intelligence, if there was, um, then they would have built something that would have like, if they'd have come here and and used our land and, and destroyed it for whatever it needed to be, unless I said to him, unless they are doing that without us knowing. Yeah. Mm. Um, or or they'd have built something, which is like a rocket ship, which you just go land on one ship, Replicate, go to the next place, go to the next place, and keep doing that until they've discovered the mm-hmm. whole universe. Which is, mm-hmm. it's just—I mean, even the simple idea—you could do that. You know, it doesn't take any ma- uh, man to do it. it. Could be a, could be a, uh, a machine, but it's very interesting. Uh, you say that. Um, um, we can get into we can get into that for another, in, in a minute if you want. But I just to wonder, wonder um, what you think on on that, on that point about human interaction. We really do need it, right? Don't we? Mm-hmm. Um, when we touched this before, I think, it was like, if we don't have a certain amount of human interaction, then we go crazy. Yeah, I can't remember what the exact studies are, but yeah, the
1: thing that if we, humans, they lack interaction. Um, that's one of the things that feeds them, is to communicate the, the drive to one of the reasons why we start to develop linguistic skills. You know, there's so much conflict in the world because of a lack of understanding yeah. and if there was unity there would be more love so um, human connection is love because the more you communicate the more you love and that's one thing that connects us as humans as opposed to other animal. because you know you don't think um a lion and a rhino speak the same language. You know, There's no communication, but we can learn to understand somebody else's language and therefore we can learn to have things in common because now we have a language that we can kind of connect with. And that's one of the, another thing that kind of separates us from animals. But it doesn't mean that we're greater than animals because then that's human worth versus animal worth. It's more about the different roles that every species in the universe on the planet um, has so you know, it goes back to the the, the the closed organic cycle. You know, there are animals are there to sustain us, plants are there to sustain them, soil is there to sustain sustain plants, and so on. So that's the hierarchy. So there is a hierarchy. It doesn't mean animals are less important, but it was a hierarchy when it comes to living on, on, on the planet, which is kind
0: of going off topic a little bit. But. No, 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 no. I mean, it's hugely huge important because I remember the um, the thing when they, I don't know if you've seen that clip. I mean, every, of course, it's all part of it, you know, like, uh, what the clip was when they reintroduced the wolves back into Yosemite Park. Have you seen that clip? No. Mate it's I'll, I'll try it. If you haven't seen it Anyone in the audience Hasn't seen it Go on YouTube and I think it's Wolf Yosemite Park And how like It was barren And everything uh, and the wolves had gone away. Bef- bef- I can not remember why, why they went away. It was the reason why we introduced the wolves back in, which meant that they then started to hunt things that were eating things that they shouldn't have been eating, which allowed the trees to grow, which then allowed more, which then allowed the the the, the, um, mm. the birds to come back into the trees, and then the birds yeah. would be eating the foliage uh, like the rabbits yeah. because they were, yeah, they, yeah, they were yeah, and, yeah, and then yeah. and because yeah. it was the rabbit population went down, something else went down, it allowed the rivers to to, to rise, yeah, the rivers, yeah, and it was yeah. like just from adding the wolves in over 25 years, the whole place changed, and oh. it's like, and so I completely understand, where you can't, right. I mean, it's, it's all part of it, and, and um, I mean, it's all part of that that's what I try to say to people, it's, 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 part yeah, of the it's same
1: with, um, snakes, they say, snakes, main job is to control the rat population, and if you didn't have the snakes, then the, the rats would overpopulate the plant, which is crazy so so it's a hierarchy yes they have their their uses but yeah so ultimately there was a difference between spirit and soul Um, and like I said spirit is the life force even rocks anything that grows in any way is life force so So how has
0: a rock got spirit
1: so I was just going to give you an example so you heard of that famous rock in, in Australia that grows and it's grown over millennia no, what's it not. And, and it actually moves. Like There's videos of it, like, where they do slow motion capture over a long period of time, where you can have rocks that are on the ground, and you can see these motion capture where the rocks have actually moved, and you can actually see the lines where rocks are actually moving. So like, they get up and crawl, button. that sounds weird, but rocks that they leave, they use slow motion capture the same way how they did with plants and flowers. that so, wouldn't it be the vibration of the earth moving the rock. And they're moving in, like, completely different directions. So it's not, that's the thing. It's not that they're all moving in one curve. One rock that's next to another will move left and the other one that's moving will move right and they're both next to each other. So how the heck are they both moving at different angles? But then also the famous rock in Australia, you've seen it, it's like that big kind of uh, orangey brown sort of rock, it's huge. It's like maybe the size, maybe it's 200 meters across. It's a massive rock. But scientists have proven that it's been growing over millennia. Um and even in the last hundred years they've measured it and it's actually growing. So it basically proves that rocks grow and the other video proves that rocks move.
0: Right. And and, and the spirit from that is how? I mean is it? It's not so, yeah, so air. It? So, no, um so just think about... Um, oh, it is Aird's Rock. Is it
1: Azrock? I was going to say Azrock. Rock. Is it Azrock? Rock? I don't know the name is, I just know
0: it. it's in Australia. Is an orange? Big orange one. Yeah, that's an orangey kind of colour. Yeah, yeah, it's Ayer's Rock. I thought it was better to say it's Azrock, Rock, but I didn't want to sound an idiot. They've um, got it here. It says moving. Right, okay. Right, interesting. Yeah. So, so then... Go
1: for it. Yeah, so then, um, basically, Life Force animates matter that's basically what spirit does spirit animates matter so anything that grows is being animated by life and so rocks are alive the same way in how planet earth is alive and planet earth expands and contracts and um you know crystals obviously we you know crystals are now it's been proven that crystals are alive you hold the crystal you can feel it vibrating so it's vibrating means it's alive and anything that moves by definition is alive Water is alive. It's a life force. It moves. But no one ever says, "Well, I've never had water talk before." But everybody knows water is life. That's why when they look for water on Mars, yes, that's life. Mm-hmm. So we know. And water is just as sterile as rock. You know, in some people's eyes, it's just something that's there. But yet, yeah, we attribute life to water, and if someone else like there's life force, so um, so water is is life force. Um, then you have paramagnetic and um, diamagnetic forces of energy that are also life force related to the North and South Poles of the planet. They're life force, trees grow. No one has a conversation with, well, some people do have conversations with trees, but, you know, trees grow tree That's life.
0: You can feel it, though, when you're around, when you're around nature. You yeah,
1: yeah, you feel it, yeah. And trees grow, and some trees are hundreds of years old. You know, and they're continuously growing. So, yeah, all things that are part of nature, mother nature, are alive. Rocks, trees, water, all of those have spirit moving through them. Um, but then there differences to that spirit. Some spirit just grows and some spirit actually communicates like animals do. And poops and all that sort of stuff as yeah. well. So that's the thing. So, yeah, it's not, it's 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 got spirit, but it's not living. Is that what you mean? Or it is living? No, it's, it is living. It's, it's just living. not.
0: But it doesn't when you say it doesn't poop, it doesn't it doesn't it mean it doesn't um it would still absorb energy though, wouldn't it? A rock yeah, 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 um, yeah. at grass, you
1: know, grass boy, it gets too much heat and it goes brown.
0: What's the two yeah, there's two books, A Secret Life of Plants. Of plants. plants and yeah. there's another one, A Secret Life of A Secret Life of Bees. Bees, yeah, A Secret Life of Plants, A Secret Life of Bees. Yeah, there's two good books. Um The other thing that he was talking about with Tony, and he was saying, like, we were talking about organic produce and stuff. He said, well, everything that we have that we make is from this earth. So, everything's organic. Even this inorganic stuff that we talk about, it's from the earth, right? So, it's it's organic. You know, there are Mm -hmm. no uh, inorganic um, compounds. And I was like, well, when you've made it out of organic organic, uh, matter, what you then make it into is completely different and how, 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 how long it will last, decompose, what it's going to do to the earth, etc. So what would, you, what would you say to that?
1: I mean, that's kind of semantics now. That's just wordplay. Because yes, by definition, you can say, like is organic, because it's, it's depending on how he's phrasing it, organic in, in that term. Yeah, it was organic in that it's life. It's alive in some way, so it's organic. They it come you know? from the earth, he's saying. So even the even like yeah. plastics
0: or the, or the, or the uh, materials that you make that are man-made, they're all mm. organic because they yeah. come, from, come from the earth.
1: Based on that explanation, yes, he's correct. But he, he does his wordplay because he knows what we, mean. we say organic, or we say it's clean. There's a the difference between something that's alive and something that's clean. We're talking about clean, he's just doing wordplay. Yeah, just I,
0: think, you know, I, think, I don't think it was. I think it was. Um, I think it was. I don't think it was actually. It was. Well, it might have been Brian Cox or someone else who's just listening, and he was just asking. And I was like, very different when you get obviously man-made materials. You can you can feel a difference between man-made material and organic cotton if you've got yeah. it on. Whenever I put on my football kit on a Saturday, I can yeah. feel it clinging to my skin. It doesn't feel yeah. great. I don't even really enjoy wearing it um, mm-hmm. compared to if wearing a normal normal cotton t-shirt. You know, yeah, you can yeah. feel the difference, and that's like I mean. It's, what what would, what would you say, I mean, it's not going to, why why does, for example, why am I feeling, like, I mean, I know why, but it's the audience out like there, why am I feeling like that compared to I put organic cotton on, and mm. even, though this, even though this football kit's been made out of organic material, it's come from the earth, or whatever,
1: mm. why am I feeling like that? Yeah, um, so some of it, like as you said, maybe relates to frequency as well. Because the human body is resonating at typically between 80 and 90 megahertz of, of energy. And all energies, everything, because you can say, well, everything on the planet is energy. Yes, everything else on the planet is energy. But some energy is harmful and some energy is beneficial. So when we're looking at energy from a or, organics, from an energetic point of view, we're looking at what energetically is, is sustain us. It's all natural, but is it sustaining us? So um, because we're vibrating at that frequency, which is also in harmony with the planet what we want to be is in, is in cooperation with the energetic field of the planet which is at middle c um you know the universe like scientists have found found that the tone ohm is vibrating at middle c which is eight hertz right. as well as the planet the tone of the planet because the planet actually has a specific tone that's always pulsating that and that's also middle c and what they found is when they put Instruments and measured sound in the universe. The universe in itself is actually vibrating on middle C. So the planet is vibrating on middle C, and Mother Nature, all plants, animals, are all vibrating on middle C. Which is again going back into a different subject, which is mobile phones and cellular technology and all this five G stuff. A lot of reason why a lot of these animals are dying is because the frequencies are changing. So everything has to be in harmony with our own natural body field. Like let's think of it like this like, you know, have you ever seen any of those time travel films where they say you have to like terminate, up? you have to take all your clothes off because mm-hmm. the, the, the clothing is a different frequency to you mm-hmm. and then they break down your body and then they send you through the time vehicle and you always come out naked because it's not in harmony with your own frequency so when we look at it like, like that everything that's on our body or in our field should be resonating at the same frequency as our field so it can support us so when we look at un- unorganic clothing, it's not harmonizing at the frequency that our body wants to resonate at, which is the frequency of the planet. Um, and that's why we feel like, crap, if we are even aware of the, of the concept of how we should feel when we wear clothing that is not organic and breathable, that's resonating on the frequency that's in harmony with the planet. So it might come from the planet, but it might not be in harmony with the planet, such as um, you know toxic waste. You know We know toxic waste is real. It comes from the planet, but it's real. We know fecal know, matter is real, <laughs> but we're not good necessarily. I know some people will drink it, but there is waste for a reason. There are, you know, it's like everything is balanced. There is yin and there is yang. So there has to be a negative component to what's natural and planet as well as a positive component to what's natural and planet because that's balance. I completely understand.
0: Yeah, yeah, I
1: completely That's why I, when, I,
0: when I put the football shirt on, for example... Sometimes um, you can feel my hairs come up. That's like, it's different. Feel. It's also got static mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. Yeah. So that like, you can feel it. It's not great. I'm like, and it doesn't. It doesn't feel great. Um. Um. And I like to get on with it and just forget about it most of the time. I try to forget about it. Like, it's a big difference between when I put on, for example, what I'm wearing right now. Uh, organic okay, column compared to that, and your body can feel it. And if mm. you're in tune and aware, you can feel it. A lot of people are just not aware because their frequencies are so low. And so, once again, it also comes to the point of actually having a mind, uh, and freak, uh, aware enough or vibrating a frequency aware enough so that you can actually take it in. And, and, my mate, I love him because we talk we get really deep conversations, and he's and he's open to everything. He says sometimes it's good to get these questions answered because there are people out there that will be thinking these things. You know, it's, it's, mm. it will be hundred percent thinking it. But when you said a minute ago about waste, here's another one. I had David Murphy on about urine therapy. Yeah, and urine therapy has been used, I mean, for thousands of years. It's been Lots of ancient cultures. Yeah, trying um, use it a lot. We do the Chinese yeah, are using it a lot? Chinese, so. yeah, and. Um, we're talking about curing I mean even doing urine urine fast and curing all sorts of skin issues gut issues anything like that and fasting but people will say well that's a waste um, so why are you putting that back into your body hmm. what is, what's your thoughts on urine therapy uh, my thought is I'm, I'm not doing it <laughs>
1: that's my thought you never tried it no I think Troy's tried it right yeah I've tried it ok so, <laughs> we'll leave
0: you, that at that what's that <laughs> Yeah, um, I just try. You yeah. uh, know, just, just, just like, um, yeah, is this something that, uh, having done the research, and it's interesting, and, and sometimes it's just things that can get past, at least p- passing through your body, which is so many organs that are doing so, like so, so much to your, your waist and giving that life force, giving it. I mean, it's just completely different. But I'm just wondering what you, you, your, your research on it has found.
1: Honestly, yeah. I haven't done much research on it to really give you a, a deep answer. No. Um, I just know that there obviously there are some benefits when you look at um, a poison for a poison, like we talked about with um, snake poison. Well, you like, battle like the poison think, poison yeah. as well.
0: Yeah.
1: So that might... But you probably know more about it than me because like, I haven't studied up on it. Oh. Next
0: question. <laughs> no, that's right, no, That's right. I just thought it'd be interesting. I didn't know you said waste and waste because I thought you might have... No, I didn't delve into it. Because there's so many different... different um say different uh, opinions ways, ways, opinions ways of going around healing. You know, there's so many different mm. uh, things that we yeah. there's different tools in, and, and it's one of the things that I love about yourself and most people try and get on the show. So, you know, most people, some people out there, if, if all you have got is a hammer, you think it's like a nail, and it's yeah. just a different way of going around. And and it's it's just interesting when you look into it The Egyptians are huge into it. Um, most people even apply it topically. Um, just mm. the things given, so it's just interesting and uh, about it. And so. Yeah, no, no, that was just like uh another one we got into. So it's for people for people um, to just have a little research in it. But I did one with David David Murphy and he was uh it's one of the podcasts I've actually got a lot a lot a lot of um, comments, feedback from which which is which was great. But um yeah, I mean we've covered quite a lot here. Well I know you've been you've been tired, so if you wanna you if you wanna they call it they call it a day. That, that, that's fine. But what's the um? What I was what, one thing I was actually going you know, to talk about just quickly. Something that I wanted to go into a lot. I've seen a lot of people recently been having a lot of referred pain. Mm. Referred pain. And we we touched on this on one of our first podcasts. You talking about how people can get things referred when parts of the body aren't actually uh, doing their job. Mm. What what's what's one of I mean, again, You probably see this quite a lot. Do you notice this more with people with physical ailments or mental, emotional ailments?
1: Both. So you have the... Um, there's different drives into the body. There's um, different drives that move energy out to the periphery of the system and then ones that go into so the afferent drive and the efferent drive. Um, so sometimes you can have um, inflammation or any form of um, pain being referred from the periphery inwards to the organs and then you can have digestive issues but being driven by a musculoskeletal issue such as someone that may have fell on their back um, and the trauma from that is being driven into a specific organ and they have an organ if issue because of that sensory input and then you have it the other way around where somebody could just be eating eggs and it's just not good for them and then it creates an organ response that refers out to the muscle and the response from an organ to a muscle is 9 to 1 and response from the muscle to the organ is 1 to 9 so it's more powerful for the organ outwards rather than for the muscle inwards right. so um, 1 to so 9 is
0: a big difference
1: yeah, yeah, it's a big difference so that's because obviously from a hierarchical yeah. standpoint it's far more important for the organs to survive than it is for the muscles yeah. um, and for the viewers who don't get that, and I know you do but if you, if you, for the listeners that don't get that you can survive without an arm. So long as you've got surgery, you know, it's not this leak of blood mm-hmm. for those who think, oh, bleeding. If someone cuts your arm off and you're in surgery, you know, sew it back, I mean, you know, sew up the arm and the amputate, but you know, um, the arm is severed properly. You can survive without an arm, but you can't survive without a liver. So, as yes, terms of hierarchy. Mm-hmm. All more important. So, um, so you can have an answer to your question entirely now. You can have Um, those sort of visceral sensations or symptoms driven from digestive or traumatic um, issues from a physiological point of view. So in other words, you can eat crap, have digestive issues, or you can get hit by a baseball bat in your spine or fall off a horse and have structural issues, physically, that's physiological. But then it can be generated from psychological issues So psychological stuff where people can be, if people have anxiety, they are constantly bracing for an event and in constantly bracing for an event because they're always preempting that there's going to be something bad that happens when you're in anxiety, when you're bracing for an event, it's like you're, I had, I had this from Paul check and I was like, wow, that's a really good way of looking at it. He said, look, whenever people are bracing for an event, it's like they're creating or they're constantly, doing an isometric contraction all day long so imagine the body needs to flow the diaphragm needs to drop and needs to rise the organs need to go through their motility of flexion extension and side bending and so on the the organs constantly need to be pumping but you're there tensing every muscle in your body all day every day that's going to create a lot of um, digestive issues just from their mental emotional because you know, mental, emotional anxiety is just based on perception. So that's a mind thing that's now creating a physical body thing. So that's kind of like the answer to it.
0: Yeah. It's like, you change the way you look at things, the way you look at things change, or vice versa. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's like, it's weird, it's, it's another thing. It's probably hormonal, I mean, it's hormonal issues we see going on as well. But it's like before a big football game, if I'm nervous or you don't get a win, I'll go to the toilet four times. Yeah, yeah. But my yeah. body will just be getting rid of it and that's the stress and it's also probably hormone the, the mm. adrenaline. I think was well, there's another thing reason why um I can't think what it was I did some research into this. But it's like it's, my body's just clearing out, it's just like I don't I don't want it in there. Uh mm. and it just it just everything's going at that time uh, like I'm it's probably like moving with far quicker or it's under stress and it's something that people do a lot. You see people get nervous to go for a week all the time. Need to go for yeah, a week. yeah. I right. definitely
1: can attest to that. Yeah. Um, but like you said, yeah, so when you're in, a, your research has probably alluded to the idea of um, when you're in sympathetic overdrive, yeah. you know, you all the blood to the arms and legs away from the organs. So if there's extra weight in the body, the body wants to get rid of it to make the arms and legs move as fast as possible. So there's that too. And then when you're in parasympathetic, your body shunts the blood from the arms and legs into vital organs. Um, so yeah. Um, well, that's why I always always say to my clients, if you're stressed, don't
0: eat. because if you've got gut issues. You're yeah. stressed and you're eating, like you're at work, you main thing many things going on, your body's not in its rest and digest, it's in its fight and flight, you're not going to produce the enzymes in your mouth to break down the food, to try and bile in your gut, you're not going to, hydrochloric acid is going to be depleted, your digestive enzymes are going to be depleted, everything's going to go on, and then you wonder why you've got gas, bloating, and issues. So to take yourself away from from your uh, desk and have 10 minutes and sit down and eat calmly, um, it's one, you know, because <laughs> So you never see... Whenever you see an animal in the wild, they're sitting there, they'll eat it in peace. They're not looking yeah. at the TV or screen. Yeah. It's just us that's doing it. Um, so 100 100%, 100%. It's one of the things. My man's been... Um I know you're, you've had a long day, so I'm going, let you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to let you go and we'll get you back on, but it's been uh, great talking to you. We covered some really good topics here, actually. You we went quite deep. I've got to remember from now, as soon
1: as you're on, on Skype, good. you're recorded. <laughs> it's just the best way to do it. It just makes well, it
0: it's nice. It's a nice casual introduction rather than uh, rather than like, ready? Yeah, we go. I did it all the time. I did it to, um, who was I doing it with the other day? I don't know who it was, and they were like, I think, I can't remember what I said I had on the other day. I've, no, actually, when I even went to see Tom, because like I did before, when I we went to see you, I had the mm. laptop going, he's like, is it, is it recording? I'm like, yeah, it's been recording for 10 minutes. <laughs> like, you're So it's good, because um, we're just talking about things, because if, if, it's, if anything comes up that we want to cut out, we always can. Um, but, I don't think we, we touched on anything um, too controversial. I mean, more controversial the better anyway. So. Yeah, for you anyway. <laughs> I might
1: be in trouble for, it, but for you, but you're all good. You won't be in
0: trouble. <laughs> all our audience love us anyway. It's real good. Warren, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure getting you back on, my man. Thank you very much. No worries, man. Peace and love. So, guys and girls, that was Warren Williams. And uh, what an episode, eh? He covered lots. We went into a lot of deep issues. And um about plant medicines that have become a real... It's like a buzzword or fad at the moment, and how it can be dangerous of people—not well, dangerous, but how it can just be—you got to be careful, you've got to be responsible doing these and, and going into these with your eyes wide open, and not eyes wide shut, and, and understand what how powerful these are and what these can do for you. And if you really want to get the most out of them, how hey, you need to do the work before um, you go into these journeys. It's something that I'm looking into, and I want to do, um, but I want to do it uh, the right way. I'm all for opening consciousness. I'm all for experiencing um dissolving the ego and all for all these things, but I just want to do it the right way and get the most out of it. There's no point you're going to spend lots of money doing these things and then you're coming out of it and you just return to the person you were before. Um on top of that, you know, we covered lots of great stuff about about the spirit and the soul and about Inorganic, inorganic matter versus organic matter and just health in general, which is pretty referred pain. So awesome to get Warren on. He won't, that won't be his last appearance, <laughs> I guarantee you that. Um, also, guys and girls, as I mentioned before, our Revive Yourself shop is open. Um, revive, I think it's sh- no, actually, if you go to www.shop.reviveyourself.com. Co, And we'll have all different things on there From our greens drinks To probiotics To liver cleansers Immune boosters as I said before uh, All the, all my uh, top products I want you to have From Fincher Clinic And H Purity if You can click on the link You can read in my description And, and the description of the product why, my, why I recommend it And if you buy it It'll just take you to the To the um, actual page Where the actual companies that sell it um, if you can go through affiliate links it's brilliant because it allows me to do these shows for free, this is a way I get a little bit of, of uh, money from it so uh, this gives a little bit of a kickback in it, it allows me to give you quality products because I won't be selling anything I do not i do not take myself i do not recommend i do not want to sell my rubbish a lot of people always message me and ask me what to take and this is my way of allowing to do that i will be getting ancient purity on on there as well um, with certain links we've also got aries tech as i mentioned before the show which is the emotion uh, electric magnetic frequency blockers for your laptop your phone and your car radiation blockers as well um at the moment I've got Aqua as well which is the full house um, filtration systems and whether you've got a one, two, three or four bed house or or whether you've got um, hard or soft water, we've got options for you there. If you're going to buy one of them, let me know or you can send me an email and, uh, at, Ryan at ReviveYourself.co and, and let me know what you are. Or if you can see on, on, the, on the options anyway, you've got a hard or soft water. If you buy one, we are getting it sorted out. Also, if you've got a chronic health condition as I mentioned before and you do want help the quickest way to go about that is to book a call with me you can do that by sending me an email at ryan at revive we can book you in for a call and even if you're thinking about starting something in january um best to do it now and uh, so we can get you booked in because i can only work with a certain amount of people and i've already got slots filling up fast for january so be aware of that okay is first come first served first first served, first come first come first served so be aware of that um otherwise that's it for this week um as said before the show all people in california going through that time sending love and chi to you and really thinking about thinking about you and i hope you're well and i hope your families are safe um, and yeah, lots of articles and anything At the www.reviveyourself.co site And follow me on Facebook At Revive Yourself um, Order to Ryan Martin And um, we've got our free 4 day mini course On the Revive Yourself site too Otherwise guys and girls, that's it for this week Stay happy, stay healthy And I'll speak to you soon, bye Bye bye